Hey, welcome everybody. My name is DJ Martin, church pastor here at Parker Ford Church. And whether you're a member here at PFC or joining us online, it's great to have you with us as we continue our midweek teaching series on spiritual formation. We've titled this series Reflections on Spiritual Formation because what we're doing is we're taking a concept of formation. There's lots of different terms and ideas and concepts and paradigms that are really helpful that have been written about and discovered over the years about spiritual formation. And so what we're doing is we're taking some of those big ideas in each week, just briefly, uh, looking at one of them. Today what we're going to look at is spiritual disciplines. Before we do, would you join me in prayer and then we'll begin um, our conversation about spiritual disciplines today. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you continue to work and shape us and move in our lives through your spirit, through your word, through the community around us, through great writings and thinking of, of the saints that have gone before us. And one of the things that has been written about consistently for the last 2,000 years of church history is the importance of having spiritual disciplines built into our lives. And so as we look at this today, we pray that we would learn and glean new wisdom, that we might walk and continue to be formed, informed, transformed, and reformed through your spirit. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. If you've had even a cursory introduction to spiritual formation through reading, whether you've read a book on spiritual formation or have had some conversations with people or maybe listened to some sermons or teaching about spiritual formation, um, then there is a good chance that one of the first things you read or heard about are the spiritual disciplines. This is one of those really key foundational um, concepts that, that people have written about and thought about in great depth throughout spiritual history. Now, in our culture, discipline is kind of a a bad word. (laughs) No one likes discipline. No one likes to receive discipline. But the scriptures are clear that God disciplines those he loves. So if he didn't love us, he wouldn't discipline us because the point of discipline is actually to shape us and form us into who we are meant to be. And the scriptures say God disciplines us because he loves us. He's treating us as his children. Because human parents discipline their children because we care about them. If we didn't care about them, we'd let them eat whatever they want and go to bed whenever they want and watch whatever they want. And what happens to a child who has no boundaries, who has no discipline in his or her life? That child is spoiled. (laughs) That That child becomes incredibly unhealthy because we on our own do not have the maturity apart from having discipline in our lives to consistently make the right decision. And so what disciplines are, what the spiritual disciplines are for us is they're guardrails, but they're also practices that are meant to be baked into our lives and and built into the very foundation of who we are that help orient us on a daily rhythm, on a daily schedule to be oriented and fixed on Jesus Christ, being conformed deeper into his image. This is a good time to remember that um, I don't intend to stand here in front of the camera and pretend like I'm an expert or I have it all figured out. In fact, we started our whole series with me just confessing um, some of my own brokenness. And the whole point of this series is not for me to be in a lofty ivory tower dispensing wisdom. The point of this is that I want to grow and I want to be formed. And so I am curious about this and I'm a fellow journeyer in this. And so this is an invitation both to you as well as to myself as I preach and speak to myself about growing in my own uh, disciplines. So um, sort of the, the classic work on, on discipline, on the spiritual disciplines that, that's been done in the last generation is by Richard Foster. 
his book, Celebration of Discipline. Much has been written about the spiritual disciplines, and increasingly, I've noticed uh, writers that I follow um, have been writing about spiritual disciplines. But in the American Western Church, uh, Richard Foster's work has become somewhat uh, of a classical work on discipline, and the title of his book is The Celebration of Disciplines. Right at the beginning of the book, he writes this about the disciplines. He says, you may be wondering why the disciplines described in this book are termed classical. They are not classical merely because they are ancient, although they have been practiced by sincere people over the centuries. The disciplines are classical because they are central to experiential Christianity. In one form or another, all of the devotional masters have affirmed the necessity of the disciplines. Let me emphasize that statement one more time that the disciplines are called classical because they are central to experiential Christianity. And in one form or another, all of the devotional masters that have written about spiritual formation throughout 2,000 years of church history to a person, male or female, no matter what culture they're writing from, they have all at some point come back to the necessity that is affirmed in the disciplines. So we would be foolish to cast all of that wisdom aside. We, we would be very foolish to not glean from that, from 2,000 years uh, of tradition and church history and realize that there is something about the spiritual disciplines that are key to our ongoing formation. Richard Foster has um, a number of different sections in his book. He breaks up um, the, the 12 disciplines that he writes about into three categories. The first section of his book is about inward disciplines, so like very personal disciplines. The second is about outward disciplines, so um, those that are seen uh, by other people and uh, affect the way that we live our life among other people. And then the third section is about corporate disciplines or disciplines that are practiced in community. So there's practices um, that are just meant to be personal and very intimate between me and God, and then there's disciplines that God has given the church that are meant to be corporate and practiced together. So the first section of his book includes four spiritual disciplines. They're meditation, prayer, fasting, and study. And these are four disciplines, spiritual disciplines, that he describes as inward disciplines. Meditation is pondering and thinking and chewing and slowing down and taking time to chew. Meditation means to chew, to chew on, to chew on an idea, to chew on a concept, to chew on the presence of God. Taste and see that the Lord is good. So meditation has to do with slowing down and chewing on the thoughts of God. That's a good discipline to have in our lives. And it's related to the second one that he talks about, which is prayer. And this is obvious, and it's written in the scriptures over and over again in Acts and in the writings of Paul. We are uh, described as a people to be devoted to prayer. It says in Acts that the people devoted, the early Christians devoted themselves to prayer. It also says, um, and Paul writes uh, uh, to the church in Colossae that they are meant to be a people devoted to prayer. So prayer is um, our conversation. It's our intimacy. It's our relational knowing of God. We all have that internal voice that's, ta that's talking and narrating our, our lives constantly as we think our thoughts and, and process life. 
And prayer is the way that we invite God into that process. And there's many forms of prayer, obviously, but at its, at its core, it's our relational, ongoing conversation with God. So meditation, prayer, fasting, and steady. And steady um, is where we are formed, where we intentionally read books and listen to podcasts and think about this. Have you built in a discipline of ongoing steady in your life? And fasting. Um, There's an assumption in the Sermon on the Mount that we will fast. Jesus says, when you fast, don't do it like this, do it like this. So the assumption that Jesus has for his followers in his kingdom is that we will be fasting, that we will be people who are letting letting hunger go, laying aside food for periods of time that we can focus in on God. So the inward disciplines are meditation, prayer, fasting, and study. The second section of the book are about outward disciplines. Um, And the ones that he has all start with S. They're simplicity, solitude, submission, and service. And this is how we walk out our life among other people. We are to be a person marked by simplicity. And simplicity is a discipline, especially in a consumeristic age, in a consumeristic market-driven culture where our identity is often, from a cultural standpoint, based on the things that we buy and the way that we dress and what we watch and what we listen to and all the, you know, the shows we watch and, and all of this stuff. But a spiritual discipline that's been practiced for 2,000 years is simplicity and living a simple life dressing in simple ways, being modest in the way that we present ourselves. Solitude. And this one also is difficult, especially for us extroverts. But to set aside time to just be alone is so important in our spiritual formation. To be alone, just me and God. And solitude, for anyone who's practiced it, a half hour is not enough. Five minutes is not enough. Though it's important to have five minutes of quiet or a half hour of quiet. But to really glean from the benefits of solitude, you need a day, (laughs) you need a week, you you need large periods of time to be quiet and alone with God. Submission, we submit to authority, God's authority, but also the authority that he's put in our lives. And service, we are meant to walk out our faith, bearing fruits, fruits of service. Um, You know, works and faith are meant to be not against one another, but working together at all times. And then the corporate disciplines that he writes about are confession, worship, guidance, and celebration. We are to be a people who confess to one another. I know how difficult that is. I know how difficult that is as a leader. I so often am tempted to curate my image. I want to look like I'm smart. I want to look like I have it together and like I know what I'm talking about. Confession is so important for every leader. Confession is so important for every person. And spiritual formation often starts with being honest in confession to God and to other people. Worship is a corporate discipline. We can worship individually, but worship comes alive when it's the people of God worshiping together. Guidance, we seek mentors in our life. That's an just an absolutely vital discipline. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how far along in your walk you are. It is important that you are receiving guidance from other people. And the last discipline he writes about is celebration. We are meant to be a people who celebrate and corporately give thanks to God. These 12 disciplines, there's other disciplines. Journaling is a spiritual discipline. Silence is a spiritual discipline. Um, There's other disciplines. I know exercise can become a spiritual discipline. There's lots of different disciplines, but these 12 are 12 key disciplines that have been practiced by Christians throughout 
church history, and we would be wise to put them into place in our own lives. So let's bring it home as we wrap up today's uh, discussion with a few questions. What spiritual disciplines are you most comfortable with? I found that most people have a few sweet spots um, that this discipline seems to be easier than others. So what's a discipline that you're most comfortable that comes easy for you? Um, Lean into that. Uh, Take advantage of the fact that you enjoy that or it works well. What, what new spiritual discipline might the Lord be encouraging you to begin or practice? Maybe there's one you'd rather avoid, like fasting or solitude if you're an extrovert or, or something else, or celebration if you're an introvert. You'd rather not be with people celebrating. What's something that, that the Holy Spirit would invite you to lean into that you might be a little bit uncomfortable with? And what's the hardest spiritual discipline for you? Just be honest about it to God and, and allow his spirit to minister and perhaps he'll make it something joyful for you, a silly example in my life is, for whatever reason, the simple household chore that I've always hated is sweeping. And so a number of years ago, I just realized that I would always avoid sweeping the floor. It just annoyed me. And um, that wasn't doing anybody any good, my, my wife or family or myself. And so I just decided that I was always going to sweep and, and um, I was going to learn to enjoy it. And now I don't even think about it. I just you know, and, and it's not like I do it all the time, but that's just such a silly example of how the things that we don't like can be become um, something that we enjoy or something that's not such a big deal when we lean into it. So what's the hardest spiritual discipline for you, whether it's sweeping the floor or something more significant? So I hope that this has been an encouragement for you to explore and discover and study and grow in your spiritual uh, disciplines and the practice of spiritual disciplines in your life. And I hope you have a great day. Go with God.